Camper Success Reports. Counselors are responsible for maintaining a success report for each camper in their cabin. Success reports are our way of keeping track of each camper's behavior and performance in his or her cabin and activities. Each day, the Cabin Guide, or CIT, will keep track of good behavior in these areas by putting a plus in the box for that day. If a camper is not behaving appropriately, they will receive a minus for that day. There are several different levels of minuses that can be given based upon the severity and frequency of the misbehavior. Temporary minuses. If the camper does not exhibit good behavior, then a temporary minus should be given and noted on the temporary minus tracking sheet, sample on page 43. If the misbehavior occurs during an activity, the activity counselor should notify the cabin counselor and a temporary minus should be given. The activity counselor can also fill out an activity success report note that is in the activity folder and give it to the camper's division director. After a temporary minus is given, the camper and counselor who gave the minus will discuss the behavior and brainstorm solutions for correcting and improving the situation and note the actions on the tracking sheet. It is also helpful to involve the division director at this point for reinforcement. The camper has three days to show improvement in his or her behavior. At that point, the temporary minus would be changed to a plus if improvement has been demonstrated. If the behavior continues or a separate incident arises during any of the next three days, involve the division director and write a permanent minus on the day of the most recent occurrence by placing brackets around the minus. The temporary minus will remain on the day it was received and both will be recorded in the notes section of the success report. These notes should include the date and the action for the temporary minus and the date and action for the permanent minus, see below. There should be no notes from a temporary minus on the success report if the behavior has improved and it is changed to a plus. Please note that if a camper receives a temporary minus in two different activities within three days, it will result in a permanent minus. Temporary minuses do not carry over from the cabin life section to the activity section of the success report. Once a permanent minus has been given, the success report should be turned into the division director. The division director will make a copy of the success report and turn it into an assistant director. An assistant director or director will meet with the camper at their discretion. Immediate permanent minuses. In some instances, campers will not have the opportunity to correct their behavior before a permanent minus is given. Behaviors that warrant immediate permanent minuses without warning are listed below and will be assessed by a director or assistant director on the level system. Level 1. Minor disciplinary issues. Inappropriate language, topics, jokes, actions, or gestures. Harmful words or actions. Repeatedly not following instructions or disrupting camp culture in a minor way. Possession of a prohibited item such as food or candy. These behaviors are noted on the success report as a minus. Level 2, 
major disciplinary issues. Intentional physical harm, such as punching or kicking, destruction of property, bullying issues, imbalance of power, severe or repetitive, possession of prohibited electronic devices or medication, and repetitive level one behavior. These behaviors will be noted on the success report as an equal. If a level two category behavior occurs, a director or assistant director should be notified as soon as possible. Level three, disciplinary issues that could lead to immediate dismissal. Unprovoked, unrestrained, or severe physical harm, possession of illegal contraband like tobacco, vapes, weapons, drugs, or alcohol, inappropriate sexualized behavior or other serious inappropriate behaviors as determined by the directors. These behaviors will be noted on the success report as an equal with a line through it. If a level three infraction occurs, a director or assistant director should be notified immediately. It is not the responsibility of the counselors or division director to differentiate between levels. If you are uncertain about the severity of a camper's behavior, discuss it with your division director, an assistant director, or a director. All immediate permanent minuses should be brought to the division director's attention as soon as possible. If a level two category behavior occurs, an assistant director or director should be notified as soon as possible. If a level three infraction occurs, an assistant director or director should be notified immediately. Division directors will collect camper success reports on Sundays to check progress and then again two days before closing day so they can be included in the camper's closing day packet. Please make sure a success report is completed and turned in for every camper in your cabin, even if they leave early for any reason. If they leave early in good standing, write a plus for the remaining days of camp. If campers are sent home early for an infraction, they will receive a 21 on their success report. Before you turn a success report into your division director, make sure you write in the camper's first and last names, crew, cabin, and session. If it was a temporary minus that turned into a permanent minus, include the date and what happened for the temporary and permanent minuses. If it was an immediate permanent minus, include the date and what happened for the permanent minus. Write legibly and spell everything correctly. Scenario. Michael is a camper in your cabin. He has a difficult time respecting other people's physical boundaries, and yesterday he sat on a cabin mate's bed. You spoke to Michael yesterday and asked him not to sit on other people's beds, but this morning he sat on your bed. Action. 1. Give Michael a temporary minus. 2. Make sure Michael understands why his action is inappropriate and how he can correct it. You may say, Michael... You continue to sit on other people's beds. I asked you yesterday to stop. I am giving you a temporary minus for not being respectful of other people's personal space and for not following directions. You can earn back your plus with good behavior during the next three days. How do you think you can do that? Brainstorm ways he can remind himself to be respectful. Does he need a verbal reminder, a written note, or something else? 
Michael may know the best way to help himself, or he may need your help identifying good reminders. Three, document the incident on the temporary minus tracking sheet. See below. Tell him you know he can earn back a plus and that you are here to help him be successful. Four, if Michael respects other people's personal space during all of the next three days, you can change his temporary minus to a plus. You might say, Michael, I appreciate the way you have learned to respect other people's personal space and the way you have followed my directions the last three days. You are being so respectful. I am so proud of you. Have Michael watch you change his temporary minus to a plus. Five, if during any of the next three days, Michael invades other people's personal space or doesn't follow directions in a timely manner, his temporary minus remains and he receives a permanent minus for his behavior. You might say, Michael, you continue to sit on other people's beds. Do you remember our conversation a few days ago when you received a temporary minus? Your temporary minus has become a permanent minus for not being respectful of other people's personal space and for not following directions. Even though this minus is permanent, that doesn't mean we can't fix this behavior. Work with Michael to brainstorm ways he can be respectful in the cabin. Notify your division director that the minus has become permanent. Six, if Michael receives a second temporary minus, again, document on it on the temporary tracking sheet. Michael has three days to earn a plus back for the second temporary minus. Involve the division director. You might say, Michael, personal space is very important, especially at camp. You are not respecting other people's personal spaces. I am giving you another temporary minus for sitting on other people's beds and for not following directions. How can we help you remember to respect other people? If Michael is able to change his behavior and earn back a plus, no other documentation is needed besides changing the minus to a plus in his presence. Samples of Michael's temporary minus tracking sheet and success report are below. Temporary minus tracking sheet example. The date is 7-14-20. Michael Z, what happened? Not being respectful of other people's personal space and not following directions. How will I fix it? I will remember not to sit on other people's beds. I can sit on the floor instead. I will remember to follow directions the first time I'm asked. Michael initials it and the guide initials it. Then on 7-19-20, Michael receives another temporary minus. What happens? Not being respectful of other people's personal space and not following directions. How will I fix it? I will not sit on other people's beds and will listen carefully when the counselors talk to me. Michael initials and the guide initials. Success report example. On the success report, there are two categories, one for cabin life and one for activities. In cabin life, the expectations are upholds the cabin constitution, respectful to cabin mates and counselors, respectful of personal space and property. In activities, displays good sportsmanship and a positive attitude, respectful to others, campers and counselors, and follows safety guidelines. It shows that Michael received 
a temporary minus and a permanent minus, and then the notes of what happened on each. He received a score of 27. Tips for handling camper misbehavior. How do you get campers to follow the rules? How do you make sure they do what you've asked them to? What if they don't? If you have to handle misbehavior, you're playing defense. The best strategy is to be proactive. Build relationships and earn respect. Campers are more likely to listen to you if they know and respect you. This process will take some time. Not every camper is the same. Some campers won't mind if you call them out in front of their peers, but some absolutely will. Get to know the campers and be willing to handle their misbehaviors differently. Most likely, handling it discreetly will work best. Always assess the situation, set expectations, and tell campers what you need them to do. What might go wrong? Will the kids run into the dining hall and argue over where to sit? Do they get mad about being last in the shower again? Do they get into the supplies before class starts? If you know it might go badly, address it before it happens. Create a shower chart so kids don't complain about going last or have them wait in the safe circle until everyone gets to class. Give them lots of choices, but make sure you like all of the choices. Does it matter if you blob and then zipline or zipline and then blob? If it's okay for campers to make the choice, let them. Give incentives for good behavior. Set a goal as a cabin or a class. Can they get all ones during cabin inspection? Can they clean up at the end of class in less than five minutes? Make it fun. Cleaning the cabin is always more fun if it's a dance party. Use DLP. Define. Tell them what they did. You put your dirty clothes in your laundry bag. Label. Tell them what it is. That action is respectful, helpful, kind. Praise. Tell them how you feel. Thank you. I truly appreciate your help. Way to go. You're awesome. Be consistent and fair in reward and punishment. If one camper gets a sticker for climbing the falls, they should all get stickers for climbing the falls. If one camper can't hang on the soccer goal, no camper should hang on the soccer goal. See Creating Cabin Culture on page 28 or Helpful Tips for Successful Classes on pages 50 to 52 for more great ideas. Three steps for handling camper misbehavior. One, give the camper a warning and redirect the behavior. Talk with him or her about his or her inappropriate behavior and be very specific about what he or she needs to do differently. Two, give the camper a temporary minus if the behavior doesn't change. Again, talk with him or her about his or her inappropriate behavior and be very specific about what he or she needs to do differently. Document the details on the temporary minus tracking sheet and then contact your division director for support. Three, if the behavior is corrected during all of the next three days, change the temporary minus to a plus. If the behavior continues during any of the next three days, involve the division director to give a permanent minus. Write the temporary minus and the permanent minus on the success report with the date and the reason for each minus. 
The temporary should be written on the day it was originally given. See step two. Note, don't not give a temporary minus or a permanent minus because you assume it won't help or the camper doesn't care. This process is the best way for us to communicate with parents. We don't know if you don't do the paperwork. Things to avoid. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Don't tell a child, I'm going to kill you if you don't get out of the shower. Or, I'm going to throw you into the lake if you don't stop talking. Don't argue with a child. You are the adult. Wait until they calm down. Take a minute to collect your thoughts. They will hear you better when they are calm and able to logically process what you are saying. Don't say, because I said so. You have a reason for what you said or did. Tell them what it was. Don't give ultimatums. You're just asking for a power struggle. Don't punish the whole cabin or class for one camper's bad choice. Kids know that's not fair and you will lose their respect. Dealing with homesick campers. As a counselor, you are the front line of defense for preventing homesickness and helping campers cope should they find themselves missing home. Below are some tips for recognizing potential homesick campers, how to get them started on the right foot at camp, and a few do's and don'ts should they need some reassurance. What does homesickness look like? Most homesick campers have these characteristics. Separation anxiety. They have never spent a night away from home. Anxious feelings about attending camp that they have never fully expressed or come from unstable families or those going through tremendous change like divorce. How can I help prevent homesickness? Play name recognition games. Children feel a sense of belonging and familiarity when others recognize their names and faces. Play get-to-know-you games, which spark conversation between campers should they share common interests. Post a schedule in a calendar each day's activities as far ahead as possible and go over camp rules. A structured atmosphere sets expectations and provides little time to think about things campers may be missing from home. Show everyone around camp. This helps campers get familiar with their surroundings and makes them feel more at home. Address any fears or concerns like darkness or being alone. Campers will know they can depend on you for comfort and reassurance. Talk with campers about their interests and offer suggestions for classes they may enjoy. Pair campers with similar interests or a new camper with a returnee at the beginning of camp to facilitate bonding. Keep campers busy. During downtimes, campers tend to think about home and focus on the fact that they aren't there. Rest period, early morning, and before bedtime are times when campers may get homesick because there's not much going on to distract them. How do I handle a homesick camper? Do. Talk to the homesick camper. Find out how they want to feel. Happy instead of homesick or sad? And what they envision they are going to do, what they envision they are doing when they feel this way. Acknowledge and validate campers' feelings. Some children need permission to express their feelings. It's okay to talk about home, mom, dad, or family. 
Often counselors think if the subject of home is not addressed, the camper will not think about it, leaving the camper to internalize feelings. This often makes the situation worse. Help the campers write letters home. Encourage them to tell their family how they are feeling and really emphasize the progress they have made. Set goals. Ask them what they want out of their camp experience. To have fun, make friends, try new things. And offer ways to help them focus on their goals rather than on their homesickness. Encourage campers to take it one day at a time. Predict success, even if it is just for short term. Review the progress the camper is making. Share. At times, campers just want to know that they belong. Share a funny story about when you were a camper or share tips that help you to feel not homesick. Have them share some things about their lives too. Ask them about school or their baseball team or their last dance recital. Keep them talking and show interest in them. Spend a little extra time with them or ask a camp mom to take a special interest in the camper. Camp moms can monitor them in classes and check up on them throughout the day. At first, the campers may cling to this newfound friend, but little by little, the campers will become more independent and join in activities with the cabin. Have the campers keep a journal and write down the fun things they did throughout the day. Keep a calendar in the cabin so the camper can see how many days are left. Always be sure to console without coddling. Don't baby your homesick campers as this will only encourage them to hold on to those feelings. Let them be sad, but only for so long. This in itself is a method of reducing homesickness. Try limiting your conversations about homesickness to five to 10 minutes. It may seem harsh to cut them off, but at some point you have to be willing to send them off to another activity. Consult your division directors, camp moms, assistant directors, or directors for help. They have dealt with many homesick campers and are happy to offer support. Don't. Don't ignore campers' physical complaints. When anxious, upset, or feeling stress, a child's body reacts in a variety of ways. Increased stomach acid can cause stomach aches. Muscle tightness might cause body aches. Crying can cause headaches. Physical complaints should be evaluated by the nurse. Don't make promises you can't keep. Counselors must be sure they don't make promises that they can't or aren't willing to keep. Do not promise a phone call home or a special privilege. Don't offer special treats. Ask your division directors, assistant directors, or directors if you need help finding a special incentive to help encourage your camper. Don't set a time limit for their camp stay. Give it a few more days and if you're still sad, you can go home. The homesick camper focuses on leaving instead of trying to find coping methods for their homesick feelings. The final area to address in helping a child adjust to camp is follow-up. At the end of the session, the counselor, the division director, and the camp mom should praise campers for being at camp learning new skills, and being able to take care of themselves. This will enable the campers to grow, gain new insights, successfully cope with the separation from home and family, and benefit from this very special and positive experience. Camper laundry procedures. 
Campers will send laundry twice per two-week term according to the schedule below. Navigators will have the opportunity to send out laundry at the beginning of the second session if necessary. Guides should tell campers to count their laundry after evening program the day before laundry pickup. Younger campers will need additional help in filling out their laundry slips. During rest period on the day before sending laundry, guides should check to ensure each camper has two laundry bags. The bag must be able to be closed and cannot be a trash bag. If a camper needs another laundry bag, counselors must fill out a store requ request form found in their cabin folder after rest period that day and turn it into the store manager. Campers must fill out a colored laundry slip with their name and cabin name. They will fill in the count of dirty items under the camper count column. Guides or CITs should review the laundry slip for legibility, accuracy, a total count, and then sign at the bottom. Guides or CITs will copy the camper's laundry slip onto the full page white copy, which they will hand to the division director during drop-off. Do not cut up the full page white paper. Campers will show their colored slip to the division director before placing them in their bags at drop-off. Campers will deliver laundry bags to the front porch of the bike barn and check in with division directors. Each division will be given a specific time to arrive at the bike barn to maintain distance between other divisions. Once laundry has been returned, a store manager must check in the bags and will make an announcement when campers can pick up their laundry. Every camper must send laundry every time. This is not negotiable. Campers are charged at the beginning of each term for laundry services and dirty laundry makes for a smelly cabin. A select few campers have special exceptions. Guides and CITs will be notified by the office at the beginning of the term if this is the case for any of their campers. Sprocket campers will not do laundry while at camp. Things to remember. Socks are counted as pairs. Two socks equals one pair on the laundry slip. If campers are enrolled in horseback and only have one pair of jeans, do not send them in the laundry. Every camper should have a pair of underwear, a pair of shorts, and a t-shirt for each day they have been at camp. Send dirty sheets and towels from week one in the second week's laundry. If a camper does not have a second set of sheets, they must purchase sheets from the store. If campers only have one crew shirt, they should not send it to the laundry if they'll need it in the following two days. Guides or CITs must verify the laundry counts and include the total number of items. If laundry is missing, let the store managers know so they can make an announcement and find the laundry. Upon receiving clean laundry, campers should open their bundles to ensure all clothes inside belong to them. 2020 Laundry Schedule, Term 2A. Drop off at Bike Barn on Thursday, July 16th. Pick up at Bike Barn Monday, July 20th. Drop off at Bike Barn Monday, July 20th. And pick up at Bike Barn Thursday, July 23rd. Navigator Laundry, drop off at the Bike Barn, Monday, July 27th. Pick up at the Bike Barn, Wednesday, July 29th. Term 2B, 
Drop off at Bike Barn Thursday, July 30th. Pick up on Monday, August the 3rd. Drop off at the Bike Barn Monday, August 3rd and pick up on Thursday, August 6th. The Outfitter. How the Camp Store Works for Campers. Each cabin will have the opportunity to shop from the store using a catalog and order forms once per week. The store managers will provide each cabin with an envelope containing 1. A store catalog for each camper and guide in the cabin. 2. An order form for each camper and guide in the cabin. And 3. A list of each camper's available balances in their store account. Guides will help each camper shop using the provided catalog and fill out their order form. Please pay attention to make sure your campers are selecting the correct shirt size and to the list of available balances to make sure that each camper has enough money to purchase the items they are selecting. On your cabin's order form due date, drop off your order forms and envelope in the mailbox on the store porch by the end of rest period at the latest. The store managers will deliver your cabin's orders the next day to your cabin during lunch. If a camper has an immediate need for toiletries, bedding, a pillow, or a water bottle, please feel free to fill out a store order form located in your cabin folder or on the store porch. These forms can be dropped off in the mailbox on the store porch. Orders will be filled, charged to the camper's account, and delivered to the cabin. Campers are encouraged to bring their own helmets, but they will be provided in the activity area if necessary. For more information about staff store accounts, see pages 61 and 62. Packing and checkout procedures. Campers begin packing to return home no later than rest period on the last full day of camp. Use the following guidelines to make the packing process as smooth as possible. All items must be packed in a duffel, a backpack, and or a laundry bag. There should not be any loose items. Packing campers for closing day. Take the entire cabin by lost and found table and retrieve found items. Take duffels out of storage. Put all shoes except those for closing day at the bottom of the duffel. Put all dirty clothes in a laundry bag. Fold clean clothes, and put in duffel. Pack all personal items off a of bunk, bathroom, and closet in duffel. Check clothesline outside and pack dry clothes in duffel. Leave out of duffel. Toiletries, pajamas, clean crew shirt, khaki shorts, socks, underwear, shoes, and bedding. Leave bedding on beds until the morning of closing day then put in laundry bag. Items to pack on the last night of camp. Dirty clothes from the last day, remaining shower bathroom items, remaining clothes on clothesline. Items to pack in the morning. Sheets and pillows, leave the mattress cover on the bed. Pajamas, toiletries, toothbrush, hairbrush, etc. Pack all wet clothes in a trash bag in place in laundry bag. Move laundry bag and backpack, both marked with cabin and name, onto the porch by Reveille. Closing day tips. When parents arrive on closing day, they will drive to their camper's cabin area 
and remain in their car while staff help pack their camper's luggage. Even with this modified closing, we want them to feel welcomed and assured that their children were well taken care of during their time at camp. Guides and CITs should be professional, friendly, and energetic when interacting with parents. Things to remember on closing day. Wear your nicest, cleanest, and most appropriate length khaki shorts. Take the initiative. As you load your campers in their car, introduce yourself to their parents. Look them in the eye and say, nice to meet you. It's always nice if you can tell the parents something complimentary about their campers, but this should be genuine and should not seem forced. If the parents say, you must be tired, respond with a positive comment such as, after a night of rest, I'm looking forward to the new campers coming in. If parents of homesick or challenging campers ask how that camper did, be honest but positive. Well, as you know, Jared struggled a bit at first being away from home, but he learned some great tools like drawing or playing cards when he started to feel sad. If a parent asks a question you don't know the answer to, say, I'm not sure, but I can find someone who will know. Contact headquarters using your area walkie if a camper has not been picked up at the designated departure time. Quick tips for being a great cabin guide. Make each camper feel welcome and do your best to make sure everyone feels included in the group. Be consistent and fair when enforcing the rules. Everyone should be held to the same standards, including campers and counselors. Recognize your campers and the challenges they are facing and overcoming at camp. Praise and support them through their ups and downs. Help them to get the most out of their experience. Find a balance between firm and friendly. Campers should respect and recognize that you are the adult, but should still be able to look up to you and enjoy your company. Get to know your campers. Learn their likes and dislikes. Use your common interests to spark conversations and remember the little details of your interactions with them. Study the All About Me profiles in your cabin folder to get a head start before campers arrive.